This is the SEO Mindset Podcast with your hosts, Sarah McDowell and Tasmin Sullivan. This podcast is for SEO professionals and each week with the help of our wonderful guests, we discuss the important stuff that actually affects our careers and progression, but sadly often doesn't get talked about. You know, the invaluable soft and interpersonal skills that are often taken for granted, such as the skills we need for listening, time management, communication, and more. We also talk about the big issues that affect us and our careers, such as burnout, imposter syndrome, self-belief, saying no, plus other big issues and obstacles. With this podcast, we want to share knowledge on topics that unlock our listeners' true potential and enhance not only their careers, but all parts of their lives. So are you ready to prioritize your own personal growth and career development? Then let's crack on with this week's episode. Hello and a very warm welcome to the SEO Mindset Podcast where your hosts are myself, Sarah McDowell and the ever so wonderful Tasman Sullivan. So this week we are discussing the many types of self-care and I'm all up for this because I need to do a bit of TLC, do a bit of self-care for myself. So very excited to get into this week's topic with Tasman. But before I do that, just a reminder of how you can support the podcast. So if you are a regular listener or even the first time that you listen to us and you're like, actually, I quite enjoy what Tasman and Sarah are doing here. There are lots of different ways that you can support us and I am going to give you two of those ways. First up, you can give us a one-off donation. So me and Tasman are set up on Buy Me A Coffee. So Buy Me A Coffee is just a place where creators, so other podcasters, for example, like me and Tasman, can receive donations, one-off donations from their listeners. So yeah, would be very much appreciative if you could do that. And there is a link in the show notes to do so. Alternatively, or additionally, should I say, we are on Twitter. So, or X is, as you know, you, you kind of lose track of what it's being called at any given time. But we are, are we are on Twitter. So, if you want to connect with us, if you want to shout us out, ask me and Tasmina a question, suggest a podcast episode, yeah you can do that by reaching out to us on Twitter and like the donation. You can follow links in the show notes so that you can find us, follow us and start engaging. Right, let's welcome Tasmin to the episode. Hello, Tasmin. Hello, Sarah. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Very, very well. How about yourself? I'm I'm well. I'm really looking forward to talking about self-care. But if any of our listeners are thinking, oh no, boring self-care, wishy-washy stuff, do not think it's wishy-washy stuff. It is really, really important and it's critical to the success you have in your life. So we're going to be um, talking about what it is, 
how to, you know, different types and how to incorporate it into your life. But the episode was prompted by a few conversations I had. One of them was with my clients. And like she, like many of my clients, have a real problem with self-care, thinking it's a luxury. Um, And when her time load, uh, you know, her her demands on life increased, she found that she was pushing her self-care further and further down the priority list. So I think that's true of many. They see it as a luxury and have a different, difficult relationship. But then more recently, I had a much younger lady who came to my journaling workshop and she said her generation didn't have a problem setting aside time for self-care, but she didn't know what to do at the time when she'd set it aside. So she wanted to learn more about it. So those two conversations made me think it's time we have a conversation about it. Nice. Yeah. And I suppose when when you think about self-care, <laughs> like images that come to mind is a hot bubbly bath. <laughs> yes. Or reading a book and relaxing yes. and stuff. But it yeah. goes far deeper than that. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and it's really interesting that you had those conversations because I feel like I resonate with a lot of them. So especially with the latter one, because whilst I know that I need to put time out for self-care, it is like, what is self-care? What what can I be doing? And also, can you incorporate self-care in your lunch break at work or does that not count? And I suppose it's all those sort of questions. So I'm very looking forward to this topic. Excellent. Let's dive in then. So you ask, you know, what is self-care? For me, it's everything that you can do to look after your health. So it's your body, your mind, your spirit. It's not just about the physical. Um, It's what fuels us. It's what gives us energy. And the quality of our self-care then reflects in the quality of our life. So I've said this time and time again. Self-care isn't what you do when you're broken. It's what you do every day to keep you from not just breaking, but actually thriving. Um, and there's, you know, whole section in, in the things that I teach about what is recharge? What does recharge mean to you? How do you get that recoup that you need to then enable you to go off and do whatever it is that you're doing so it's not a negotiable it is what you should be doing every single day does I that suppose help? yeah so I'm all for a routine mm-hmm. and habit so I do stuff because it's part of my routine or it's a habit or it's something that I need to do like for example I know that every day I need to go out with Benny the dog I need to take him for a walk. So I suppose it's getting, it is important, but it's getting into the habit. Well, it's making it a habit, I suppose, isn't it? That self-care is part of your routine. It's non-negotiable. It's part of daily stuff because if you're using self-care because you feel broken, then you're a bit late, (laughs) I suppose. Like not saying that, because I'm guessing self-care can help when you're broken, or you feel broken. Um, but obviously that can be a sign that you've let it slide a little bit too long. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, even those people who are really good at self-care, and then if something happens, there might be a family circumstance or whatever it is, um, and it slips. I know, I know when it happens to me, I can tell. I know that mm. I'm, I'm more ratty, I'm less open to opportunities, um, more argumentative. Can you imagine me being argumentative, Sarah? <laughs> Not at all. I'm serene all the time. I'm not. Um, but if you are, you have got to that point, that does not mean that you can't get back up again. Or if you've never incorporated self-care into your life, that doesn't mean you can't learn. Um, but it, it's having some things will be routine and daily. Some things will be once in a while. And that can be more fluid, especially if you are doing something, you know, like social with friends, with family. So I want to go through different types of self-care and some are obvious and some are less obvious. So we might need to take a break um, at some point before I get to the end. We'll just see how we go for time. Physical self-care is one of the types and main categories in this are how much you sleep and how well you sleep your nutrition, your hydration, your exercise, even things like hair care, skin care, all of the things to do with your body. And sleep is is a really important one because I think it's one that we push to the side and we 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 end up making our working day longer at the sacrifice of our sleep thinking, oh, it's okay, I don't need to have eight hours, I can survive on three tonight. I mean, once in a while, fine. But that has a huge impact on your um, your ability to concentrate, your stress level so much. Uh, again, nutrition and hydration is what fuels your body. Exercise is what keeps keeps you moving, keeps you active. Are there any in that chunk that you think needs improving in your life all of them <laughs> apart from sleep I'm quite good at sleep mm-hmm. um people are always impressed with my ability to sleep and I because I do love sleep I do prioritize that so I tend to get eight nine hours obviously there's times where for whatever reason why where, where I can't sleep but that's very rare for me. Um, for me, and hydration. So I, I'm i in a really good habit. I've got a glass of water here. But when I'm sat doing my work, because I work from home, or if I'm doing like, yeah, I'm very good because I've got a glass of water in front of me. And I'm always drinking because it's habitual. And I also use going to fill up my glass, a break from the screen. So there was a time where I was like, oh, do I have a bottle? And I was actually, no, if I have a glass, then that gives you more times to take a break and step away from the screen. So sleep and hydration, I've pretty much got nailed, or I would say are my strongest bit. Nutrition... It's a tricky one for me and Tash because um, we're really good when we have food in and we've got a plan and we've got a structure. 
and we know what we're going to cook. But because we're such busy individuals, there's times where we don't have time to do a food shop or we run out of food. So then we mm. end up not doing the nutritious meals and going to Sainsbury's local and picking up what's ever easiest or doing a yeah. delivery. Um, mm. Exercise. So I'm always walking. So I'm always doing mm. that with Benny the dog, but also I enjoy walking anyway. And I do and I do kickboxing once a week as well, one-to-one. I do want to do more. And mm. I, yeah, I'm looking at introducing another thing that I can commit to, so like a gym class once a week. Yeah. Uh, skincare could be better. So um, I have face wash and I mm. moisturize and stuff, but I need to get a better routine. So yeah, that's how mm. I'd answer those questions. And it's it's about um, scheduling. It's about making that chunk of time for you. So with the nutrition, I'm much like you. If I have planned ahead of time and I know what I'm doing and I've done a shot, meal times are great. If not, it's it's not good. So recently, maybe this sounds a bit OTT, but I've got a spreadsheet of. One column's got all of the veg curries we like and one column's got all of the lentil curries we like and whatever, whatever, whatever. And then I'll choose the things that we want to eat that week. And then I, for the first time ever, I did an online shop. I'm not really good at online shops. It was a click and collect, but I just... As I was planning, I just did the order and then we collected it. And I thought, okay, fine, now I can cook. It's finding ways of doing it. Now, the next bucket of self-care, because you always hear, don't you? You've got to fill your cup. You have to, before you can fill anybody else's. So this is another cup of self-care is your emotional and mental self-care. So examples of this are the content that you're consuming so what are you reading listening watching that's going to impact how you're feeling I'm not saying never watch a horror film or never watch the news but really ask yourself how much of what I am consuming is energizing me is empowering me is making me feel more motivated um that's that's a huge chunk, I think, especially with social media. Another part is your main relationship. How good is that main relationship? The person that you're living with, um, your partner, it could be you know, a sibling, could be a parent. How good is that relationship? Because that's going to have an impact on your self-care. Um, and this then spills into also your work culture, because we spend so much time with our work colleagues. What is the culture there? Physical environment. And I know I've banged on about this. I hate a cluttered house and I can feel it zapping my energy when there's when things aren't organized. So last weekend I organized a spice cupboard. Gosh, that made me feel so, so good. I just tell the snake, look at my spice cupboard. And he very dutifully looked and said the right things and made the right noises. But <laughs> don't even bother him. Um, and also spirituality. Now, this doesn't mean necessarily religious. This could be um, going to a retreat. This could be meditation. This could be walking out in nature. So there's huge ways of developing your emotional and mental 
um, self-care routine. Mm, yeah. Any, I think any biggies? That, on... Well, the one that is jumping out at me is content consumed because yeah. I am a bit of a doom scroller on Instagram. It's probably my go-to scrolling of choice or Twitter and get a bit, yeah. Um, it's also important to keep update with what's going on in the news and but the news is not normally positive as well so yeah um it made me laugh when you said about a horror film because I will never watch a horror film (laughs) I do not enjoy them in the slightest but uh something that me and Tash do enjoy is like sort of like crime programs like Netflix, like True Climb or I don't know, not True Climb, but like Who Done It or stuff like that. So content consumed is definitely sort of standing out to me because I am doing better. So, um, or I wanted to do better. So I've joined a book club because I want to consume more content that will help me grow. Um, I'm mm. trying to subscribe to more podcasts that are helping with my mental well-being and what have you. Um, I'm trying to pick more healthy habits in that. Um, I'd love to do meditation, but I'm not, I need to get practiced at that because I just end up falling asleep, <laughs> which, which is another issue because I'm very good at falling asleep, but <laughs> times where I meditate, like me and Tash will try and do it together and, uh, we'll come around and Tash is like, yeah, you just fell asleep. And I'm like, ah. um, so yeah. And, um, your main relationships is a biggie as well. So obviously your partner and I'm very fortunate and very lucky that um, Tash is very loving and we have a relationship where we um, we build each other up and we support each other, but we're also like there if each other need to lean. So say something's going on with whatever and they need a bit more support or they can't show up as much then I'm very lucky there but yeah it's not it's other relationships and main relationships like you said like um like your friends your work colleagues your family members as well I suppose it's being aware of that um so yeah um and again I'm pretty um yeah I'd say I'm fortunate in those sort of relationships that I've got um so yeah and physical environment is a biggie for me because I'm very much like where I am working the physical environment needs to yeah so for example I felt bad about this because um for my birthday Tash decorated the kitchen but in doing so a lot of stuff had to be moved into the spare bedroom where I work and then I was like I'm gonna have to come to work in a cluttered space but I felt bad thinking that because I was like, Tash has done a good thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I'm getting annoyed because there's a a bean bag in this room that's not normally here or like more washing that's drying behind yeah. me and stuff. So, yeah. Mm. Uh, time, Tasman. Time. We, we need to no. take a short break, don't we? Okay. We can do that. Sorry. Uh, were you going to say something? No, um... Let's take a short break now, and then when we come back, there's one more that's more of an obvious one, and then there's two that are a little less obvious. 
wonderful. I look forward to it. Everyone, Sarah here. Just want to give you a heads up that Google Podcasts will be get my teeth in discontinued at some point in the new year. If you are currently using Google Podcasts, don't fret. You can still listen to our episodes in lots of different ways. We're available on all the podcast playing apps such as Spotify, Apple, Amazon. You can also listen to episodes via our web player on our website. Loads of different ways. In the show notes, there'll be a link to our website and a link to all the directories where you can subscribe. Why should you subscribe? Well, you get notifications when new episodes are available. Hey, Sarah here from the SEO Mindset. Just a quick message to say if you would like to support the podcast, if you love what me and Tasman are doing, then please do head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash donate. I'll make sure there's a link in this episode show notes. And that will take you to our buy me a coffee page. So here you can buy us as many coffees as you like to support us. So each coffee is a donation. And also you can leave us a message. Um, so that will make it easy for us to give you a shout out. Also, if you would like to reach out to us, maybe you want to say hello, ask us a question, request a shout out, um, maybe you want to come on as a guest, uh, we have Twitter, yes. So again, if you head on over to the seomindset.co.uk forward slash Twitter, again, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, that's how you can reach out to us, both me and Tasmin. Um, so yes, thank you very much. So Sarah, um, we are back after the break talking about self-care and I'm going to dive straight into the third type, which is social self-care. So this is all about connection, support, because we are social beings. And examples of this are, what does your self-care look like with your friends and family? Um, you know, going out, having those social get-togethers, but it's also about how much you feel that you belong at work. So that your sense of belonging, which again then impacts imposter syndrome, because if you're in a work environment where you feel safe, where you feel supported, where you feel you belong, you're less likely to feel like an imposter. So, uh, imposter. And also community. So we're seeing more and more of online communities popping up. Um, also, I'm noticing a lot more social clubs that are popping around my, my area. It's really important to spend some of your time with those um, in those environments with other people connecting socially. Nice. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go on to quickly because I think I think that's quite a self-explanatory one. But the fourth type is creative self-care. Now, human beings are creative beings as well. And I don't think people realize how important doing something creative is to them because it gives them a sense of accomplishment. It is fun. It stimulates your imagination. It's like it's play. It's how we learned 
way back when when we were kids and then somewhere along the line we sort of dropped that it's also a way of expressing yourself um, personally and this could be artistic things like music and dance not me just putting it out there not me um, it could be writing it could be creating content which I suppose in a way podcast ticks for us it could be um, craft it could be DIY cooking gardening but then it can also be things like problem solving so this could be puzzles this could be coding this could be building websites it's you might think um you know I, I'm doing a jigsaw puzzle that is that self-care or I'm, I'm building a website in my own time you wouldn't necessarily think of it as self-care but it is it's part of you looking after yourself mm. emotionally and mentally yeah and just to because you never when you think of self-care creativity is important but you that doesn't instantly spring to mind but you're so right because we do we love a sense of accomplishment we love to be stimulated and we love to be able to have a bit of self-expression and something that came to mind is um so you said about music and dance but it could also be through sport or yes. the fact that I do kickboxing um there was a part in my life where I did my first team sport and that was roller derby do you know what I mean so that's another way that you can express yourself when me and Tash went away, um, we did a puzzle together and mm -hmm. that was lovely because rather than sitting and watching something on Netflix, we did something together and we had like yeah. a little system. Um, mm -hmm. There was a mini, there could, uh, there's a little disagreement in because we both had different ways that we wanted to. <laughs> Yeah. attack the jigsaw puzzle um but yeah it's so creative self-care is so important and yeah um with your building websites or coding that's personal growth as well so if there's something yeah. that you want to learn so for example with podcasting for example when I first got into it I had to learn how to edit a podcast do you know what I mean but that's personal growth mm. as well so yeah. yeah a very important book it or cup what are we talking? Yes. Are we talking buckets or cups? Uh, you do anything you like. Anybody wants to call them a bucket, call them bucket, cup, fine, self-care. But it leads me on to the fifth one, which is, as you've just mentioned, um, intellectual self-care. And this is one that people, again, don't necessarily think about. Part of you is wanting to grow, is wanting to develop. And when you go through life and not pay that part of you any attention, you're not going to feel as fulfilled. Um, there'll be that niggling feeling inside you that, you know, I don't know, um, something's not quite right, something's missing. Because when you are spending time on your intellectual self-care, you're nourishing your mind, you're processing. It's a big human need. And this can look different to everyone. It could be your, your traditional, you know, taking a course or reading or writing or learning a new language, but it could also be running a podcast, as you said, or having another side hustle. And all of, you know, many of these buckets, cups, whatever, they can, they can merge into each other. So, for example, one of the things that I'm doing with my cousins 
this year is there's um, there's four of us in our cousins group and we're going to post one nutritional healthy recipe a week. So we only have to do one a month because there's four of us. Now, that's going to help with my physical self-care. That's also creative. That's also um, connection because I think my cousins are great. And we're collectively creating a Solomon Mm. cookbook. So it doesn't have to be, oh, no, there's all these cups and all these things I've got to do. A lot of them can be bundled, if you like. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to talk a a little bit about tips on how to fit self-care into your schedule. And then maybe we can um, have a little chat about any ideas that you have. One of the things I've done this year in Google Calendar, um, I've created my ideal week. So I've gone into Google Calendar, said create new calendar. It's called Ideal Week. And I've built in things that I need on a weekly basis, daily basis, like exercise, like reading, like my sleep time. So my bedtime is in there. My wake up time is in there. My morning routine is in there. um, My evening routine is in there and it's bright orange. So when I have all of my calendars overlaid, I know exactly how much time I've got left to do the work I've got to do. Everything else has to work around those blocks. Now, what's not in there are things like um, meeting my cousins or going out with my husband. That's more fluid, but at least I've got the bulk mm. of what I need to do. And I've also got a um, my lunchtime is in there and my learning time is in there. So that's one way you can make sure that you're Mm -hmm. prioritizing it because you're diarizing it. Another thing you can do is have a self-care menu. So we've talked about this. Have have a menu. Um, What can I do if I've got five minutes spare? What can I do if I've got 15 minutes spare? And when you've got those little pockets Mm. of time, rather than reaching for the phone and going on Instagram, you may at that moment think oh I've got a self-care menu and think of it like a menu you know, you've got your starters and you've got your light bites and you've got your main courses and main courses may be um, I'm going to go for a, a walking holiday or I'm going to go and um, visit somebody so when you've got that time you know what you can pick off your menu so that's another idea Um, Another idea is cut yourself some slack. Don't over formulate everything. Leave some time Mm -hmm. spare for fluidity. So I'm reading this book called 4000 Weeks. And he's saying in it that time management has left us feeling really anxious and productivity has left us feeling burnt out. And what we're doing is a lot more stuff. But is it really stuff that we're enjoying? What about joy? What about Mm -hmm. wonder? So leave some time to just be and enjoy your day. Um, yeah, another I did, idea. I did see that. Sorry. Yeah. Just to um, interject, I did see that post on LinkedIn, and because uh, it made me laugh, because you're like, "This is a bit morbid," but I've worked out that I've got <laughs> such and such left. I know. Um, but yeah, I need to. That looks like a fantastic book. Um, so, what was it? Four thousand. 4,000 weeks. So he's saying 
on average, people have 4,000 weeks. And and yeah. I worked out, I'm yeah. 75% done. Like, <laughs> I've only got a bit more left. Um, but what it's made me do this week is, I'm sorry, this year, is every week at the end of the week on my Instagram stories, I post a story that says week one, week two, and what what wonder I've experienced. So last nice. week, Abbas and Ilyas video called me and I sang Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star to him and he smiled throughout. So that's definitely one of my wins, one of my moments of awe. Very good win. And just before you carry on, um, I have just added, um, so when this episode is live in the show notes, there will be a link to that book. So 4,000 weeks if you want to go check it out. And it's in, the, it's in the episode show notes. Um, tip number four is think of it like an MVP. So minimal viable product. We know all about it in the world okay. of tech. Um if for with your self-care so for example if you wanted to um talk about emotional self-care you know i really want to go on a holiday with my husband but it's not feasible what else would give you that level of connection with your husband with your partner with your sister with whoever um so for me would it be lovely to go on holiday with her name yes it would but actually 30 minutes sat eating a cooked breakfast on a Sunday morning while we talk about what's going on in each other's lives is also fine. So that's my minimum viable product, if you like. Um, So don't feel that it's got to be huge. It's got to be overbearing. Just think, what am I trying to achieve here? And what's the minimum way I can do it? So some people will have a two hour morning routine. Some people can't you know, sip mushroom tea and meditate for three hours. Okay, what what is it that's going to give you that sense of, yes, I'm ready for the day? It could be, and it's back to me and my, my tea habit, sitting down five minutes, house quiet, sipping my tea and enjoying it. And in the summer, I do it in the garden. That's good. I'm all right with that. And my last tip, which is my tip anyway for life, quit perfectionism. Don't over it, over formulate it, have a go, play around with ideas, see what works. What are you having fun with? And just go with it. Can you so please, because I can, I can see the show notes and you've coined a very good term that you didn't just say. The, the good enoughism. Yes. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Quit perfectionism. Good enoughism is is enough I know look I'm I'm 75% done with my weeks of living I haven't got time for perfectionism um good enough there's some re that's uh thank you for sharing yeah so some very actionable ways that we can be implementing self-care I particularly love the self-care menu because there are days or weeks where I've got more time than others depending on what's going on uh, so I love the idea okay I've got five minutes or or yeah I've got 50 minutes or I've got an hour so I love the idea of having a menu that you could be like hmm 
okay yes I'm gonna do that and then um another thing that sprung to mind and I think we spoke about this on the podcast is habit stacking so you can apply that with self-care so something that I'm thinking about is I said earlier that I want to listen to more positive self-help podcast episodes so something that I do every day is I take Benny the dog out so I can listen to a podcast at the same time or I know for example me and Tash will always watch at least one episode of whatever we're watching on Netflix um, a day maybe we need to cut that down but at the moment we we do that as a bit of self-care we'll we'll have dinner mm. and we'll chit chat but then we'll watch a podcast episode but something that I want to do is stretch yeah like yeah. flexibility stretching is really important for us and something that I've tried I did get I need to get back into the habit of doing it but when we're watching a podcast no when we're watching a Netflix episode mm. at the same time I'm doing my stretches yeah so habit stacking, I think, is what you call it. Absolutely. It's like um, one of the things that I'm trying to form a habit. I, I'll be in the kitchen in the morning. I'll make breakfast. Um, actually, then to cut up a bowl of fruit takes five minutes. But if I've got yeah. that bowl of fruit, then I'm less likely to snack on things that are fueling my body less. If I want chocolate, I'll have chocolate. But at the same time, I want to set myself up for success. So this morning, it took me very little time to prep my porridge. And while that was cooking, I chopped um, a bowl of fruit for myself. And have you eaten this bowl of fruit? I have eaten this bowl of fruit. And I had leftover um, chicken from the other night, which I turned into a glorious salad with avocado and salsa and roasted veggies so I've eaten well today I had apple and date porridge and this glorious salad and I've had a bowl of fruit and I've got my vegan curry and flatbreads for dinner nice nice see um I've had a fairly nutritious day um so I did start off the day with pan au chocolat um but I then had some grapes as my mid-morning snack. And then we went for Thai food for my birthday last night. And um, we came back with leftovers. Now, I know that there's a lot of oil and probably bad stuff for me, salt, sugar. But because we are vegan, um, we have a lot of vegetables in our dish. So there was a... Uh, tofu and bean sprout dish there was another one with roasted cashews that had a load of vegetables in so yeah like I had I've had some vegetables which is good and then obviously dinner tonight um dinner tonight is a bit more stodge and a bit more comforting because it is jacket potatoes sausages and salad but the salad's mm. going to be good because um going to put av- avocado in there beetroot um sweet corn some beans in there so yeah um yeah I'm getting very hungry now (laughs) it is we're recording yeah we're recording at 10 to 8 
for transparency and behind the scenes, it is 10 to 8 when we're recording this podcast episode. So Tasman is starting to look like a jacket potato to me right now because I just want to, I'm so hungry. Uh, I hope all of our listeners have enjoyed this episode. And I suppose my, my takeaway, or not my takeaway, my last tip is that you're really important and your health, your mental health, your creativity, your intellectuality, all of that is so important. That's that's you. That's you and your life. So do not think that you need permission to look after yourself. You don't need anyone to tell you how to look after yourself. I've given you the main areas. I've given you some examples, but you do you, but do you, you know, because your success will depend on how well you look after yourself. Um, there's tips on how you incorporate it into your life, habit stacking hab, um, examples, just, um, and, and reach out. Anybody who wants any questions answered on it, you know where I am. you find me on LinkedIn. You can find me um, on various platforms. Reach out, ask me the question, and I will help where I can. And remember, quit perfectionism because yes. good enoughism and I'm going to hammer that home. It's good enough, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. That was a cracking episode. Thank you very much for putting that together. Welcome. Cool. It's good fun. Very valuable for our listeners. And yeah, not only are you now fully aware of all the different types of self-care, and it's not just hot bubbly baths, is it? <laughs> it's so much more and we've given you tips of how to implement self-care so yeah get implementing and let us know let us know how you're getting on and again before we wrap up and say goodbye for another week a reminder of how you can support us so you can give us a one-off donation so again you can do that via buy me a coffee link in the show notes to find out more and yeah, it's pretty straightforward. So there'll be a link to us on Buy Me A Coffee and you can basically buy us coffees. One, a couple, several, it's completely up to you. And Twitter, or X, we're calling it Twitter. It's weird calling it X. <laughs> so not, weird. not on board. But yes, reach out to us on Twitter. We love, we love hearing from listeners. We love it when people share episodes or let us know how a podcast episode has really resonated with them we also love hearing from you about what topics you'd like us to discuss as well because that's really great um but also maybe there's an episode that you listen to and you're like I implemented this because of it just let us know we'd love to know how you're doing so for example after this episode about self-care let us know how you're getting on with that let us know but yeah, we appreciate you and I appreciate you, Tasman. And likewise, appreciate you too. Take care, Sarah. Until next time.